All right, here we go. What is going on, Bills Mafia? We are live here in the sit-down on the Built and Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, presented by Dove's Famous Wings, hosted by myself, the Sauce God, at Buffalo Sauce God across all social media platforms, and co-hosted by my guy, the Mafia Montage, Mr. President of the Built and Buffalo Network, Lance Nelson, at Lance Nelson BIB. How you doing, brother? Doing well, doing well. Bills Mafia, how you doing out there? Uh, Sauce God, we're... We're back, baby, right? What's going on? Yeah, we're back, and we're back in style. This is Season 2, Episode 2 of the sit-down, of course, right here on the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, live Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also available via audio podcast. So if you're not able to watch this live, you can always get it wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, don't freaking matter. But on this week's show, we've got a little bit of something special lined up for you guys because, oops, I want to do that. The start of Bill's training camp is, of course, underway. We have Stefan Diggs' press conference, which Lance and I are dying to break down for a lot of guys out there. Um, and everything that we've heard from camp so far, there's a lot of noise, a lot of good things, and, of course, a lot of chatter, a lot of hype coming out of certain areas as well, Montage. So uh, there's also a night that Bill's Mafia can link up with you and I. So we have all that to discuss and much more ahead here in the sit-down. Don't forget to hit that like and share. Join us in the comments section. And Mafia Montage, let's kick off that introduction. I'll do it. That's weird. If you were just now tuning in, do me a favor, hit that like and share. Join us here in the comments because don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that questions from Super Chat on YouTube as well as Facebook stars on Facebook are going to be prioritized. We're going to see that. We're going to highlight that for you guys. And if you have a question you want to ask me or Montage, or if we have a special guest on like we do, uh, we had Stevie Johnson, we had Mark Maddox, and we got a lot more lined up in the future as well right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So yes, Bill's Mafia, we are underway and I want to say this first and foremost, we've had this countdown winding down and now that I'm looking at it and it's 42 days away until the NFL's first regular season game. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Lions, of course, taking place on that Thursday night. Montage, how do you feel that we are getting even closer and closer? But now that we've got training camp here to start us off. I'm, I'm super hyped, man. I think that six weeks now, it's really tangible. There's uh, going to be putting some pants on pretty soon. and. Uh, a few short weeks, they'll be back at the stadium for the red, white, and blue. We'll be there, or the red and blue scrimmage, excuse me. So we'll be there um, for that, too. Check us out uh, tomorrow. Going to be at training camp. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting time here. We got actual football action being played. If you haven't done so yet, Check out our awesome writers out at builtinbuffalo.com, Uh Daniel Adams writing some great recaps uh, yesterday and today. So go check out Daniel Adams' work uh, for us here at Built in Buffalo at builtinbuffalonews.com. All right. And if you guys are just now tuning in, do me a favor. Again, do not forget to hit that like and share. This is the sit down presented by Dove's Famous Wings right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter hosted by myself, the Sauce God, and the co-host of the Buffalo Blitz, as well as the president of Built in Buffalo and my guy, the Mafia Montage at Lance Nelson BIB. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week, folks. We normally have this segment at the very end. You guys know that we have segments like Bada Bink, Forget About It, Victory Formation, Pain Trains, Unsung Hero, The Weakest Link, Mafia Montage. But 
What's that other one? We're going to start it off at the beginning of this week's show. That's our little segment here called Getting Saucy. I'm laughing week after week because on ESPN, on Fox Sports, they're just over there sucking the you-know-what Aaron Rodgers, right? It's like, holy, holy fuck, right? Excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen, but how on earth are you going to consistently rule these Buffalo Bills out when they've been winning the division nonstop and it looks like they're bringing back most of their guys, their core guys, right? They just re-signed them, uh, you know, Jordan Poyer to come back this year. Yeah, so what? They lose Tremaine Emerson. Does that make the Bills the, the not favorite? Oh, just because Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, that makes them the favorite? Uh-uh-uh-uh. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I like that we have more of an underdog's mindset this year because I was tired of all the hype and all the favoritism that was being placed amongst our Buffalo Bills, right? In the world of sports and in the world of betting, I think that sometimes you kind of want the the team that's not being bet on a lot, right, to be the one that wins, right, because that's the way the Vegas thinks. So let's go out there. Let's stop Remember, Let's just not have any sense of favoritism in regards to being the best team. Let's just take that mentality and let's just go out there and let's just win the whole freaking thing, right, because everybody's counting us out, which I don't understand how you could do such a thing when you have Josh Allen coming back. you got Stephon Diggs, who we're going to talk about here in just a brief moment about how he has put an end to a lot of the noise and how this Buffalo Bills squad is only revamping, right? And at the moment, and it is unfortunate too, we also have later on in the show, we're going to discuss a little bit more about there were significant injuries to significant players um, for teams that are in our conference of the, you know, the AFC. So we're going to talk about all that and much more here ahead in the sit down. Don't forget to hit that like and share. So Mafia Montage, bada bing, bada boom, is going to be our next segment here. We're going to get to some of you guys out there in the comments, but don't forget to get your comments. Quick on the trigger there. Sorry, guy. No, it's all right, brother, because I'll tell you what. I know that we're just really excited. Mafia Montage and I are really excited to break down Buffalo Bills training camp. We're talk, We're going to talk to you guys about what night you can catch us there as well. we got a really great show ahead of us. And it's just kind of nice to have some actual Bills football to talk about instead of hypotheticals or scenarios or, or anything like that. So, Montage, let's go ahead. Let's start us off with a segment that we have every week, and that is going to be bada-bing, bada-boom. The things that we've seen in the world of sports this week that were good. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, football being back, man. That's the best thing we got, right? Um, Damar Hamlin stepping out on a football field. Uh, again, we'll always uh, shout that out, and it's going to be pretty surreal to see him out there um, in, in live game action again uh, if that's what happens. So we wish him all the best, and you know, everyone's, I'm sure, rooting for him. So just a great, great story, and great to see him back on the field. What I got for uh, Bada Bing, Bada Boom, and it's something that was started off as a negative and it's uh, turned positive. Now, regardless of what you think of the guy, if you like him on the court or off the court, uh, to watch a parent have a young child who's got so much ahead of his future, ahead in regards to his future, um, the son of LeBron James, a professional basketball player, all time scoring leader in the NBA, his son, Bronny James, actually suffered cardiac arrest while practicing with USC where I believe he has been committed to um, to play college basketball for under scholarship. 
Um, and this kid's got, you know, ambitions of making it to the NBA like his father to play possibly alongside of his father in the future. He suffered a cardiac arrest. It looks like he's going to pull through just fine. Um, he's been with his family. LeBron James put out a statement. So, you know, it just it, it brings me back to right. Don't take life for granted. Right. You, you see in the world of sports, these young men who are so incredibly healthy that have put their lives towards exactly honing in their craft as far as their athleticism too they're at the top of their game right their peak athleticism it, these guys are, are are top-notch athletes and to see them going through something like this it's just tough right and let alone a kid i know that the kind of stuff happens to people all around in the world right but to see um a player you know such as lebron james's son uh have so much ahead in his future and all that be at risk right then and there just shows you you know don't take life for granted appreciate what you got and understand if you're still here on this earth, you've got a purpose today, right? So that's what I got for Bada Bing, Bada Boom. Something that's good in the world of sports this week. Because I'll tell you what, the Yankees sure as hell ain't going to give me anything for this segment montage. But uh, any comments that you want to highlight before we move on to our next segment of Forget About It? About your boy Buffalo Bobby's in here. Uh, what's up, brother? Hope you're having fun out there in Boston. Deuce is Buffalo Bobby. Uh, DF Forever coming in. Hit the like, share, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Love that. Appreciate that. And then, yeah, DeMar tweeted at LeBron. So, kind of both of our stories there um, intertwined. Pretty neat. Yeah, awesome stuff. Guys, if you're out there still watching the show, do me a favor, hit that like and share. We've got a killer show. Still much more to come here ahead here in the sit down on the Built of Buffalo Network course presented by Duff's Famous Wings and hosted by myself, the Sauce Guy to the Mafia Montage. So let's keep it going. We're rolling to our next segment here of Forget About It, the ugly things we've seen in the world of sports. Forget about it. If you disagree like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. Right, what's got you saying forget about it this week? I'll tell you what, Montage, I'll start us off. It's these damn Yankees. You know, <laughs> I love Aaron Judge, right? And I love the Yankees. I've been a longtime fan. I've been a lifetime fan, really. I mean, since I was four years old, young enough to even remember watching baseball. But I'm seeing Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton are, are out with Drake. And I'm not saying that, hey, you know, guys can't go out and do stuff when they're injured, right? But the guy's injured not playing baseball. He's out there having a good old time. Meanwhile, the Yankees are just getting demolished by the Mets, the Red Sox. It doesn't freaking matter. The Yankees right now do not look like a team that had any sort of ambitions of a World Series heading into the season, and that's absolutely got me saying forget about it. Montage, what do you got for us this week in the segment of Forget About It? Yeah, I love it. Um, just I think right now there's a lot of, um, you know, guys out there on the free agent market and, uh, you know, guys also kind of getting injured at, at training camp. So, uh, you know, just saying, uh, trying to forget about all the uh, those little nicks and and then people kind of going down. Uh, you know, I like to see teams at full health, so we kind of we'll get into that a little bit more in a little bit. But I, you know, I say for the, for those injuries, get forget about it. Yeah, ex excellent stuff. So. What we have left in the show ahead for you guys is we have the start of the Buffalo Bills training camp, and we're going to talk about some of the offensive players that we've heard a lot of good things from, some of the defensive players that we've heard a lot of good things from, all that and much more, as well as some of these significant injuries to some key players also in the AFC, right? So if you haven't already done so, do me a favor and hit that like and share. Keep those comments flowing, Bills Mafia. You can also find out soon when Mafia Montage and I are also going to be there in action at Bills training camp where you can actually get a chance to get with us, talk to us, and maybe uh, put a little something, something together. But Montage, we got to go right into this one right here, buddy. 
Anthony. This is something that I've been dying to talk about because, you know, it's been the topic that has been distracting for everybody, right? It's It's been something that's only added negative um, connotations to it. And that's just kind of why I'm saying to myself, I'm excited that Stefan Diggs came out and had a press conference and he put a lot of that noise to bed. Um, I'm sure you obviously heard the, the press conference montage. What did you make of, you know, what he said and, and what do you think this means for him going forward? I loved it. I mean, I think he was very um, descriptive. He's very like intentional about his, you know, what he was saying. So I just found it refreshing. I think it was uh, a very good press conference. It needed to be had. And I think, you know, it couldn't have been scripted any better. So I think they did a really nice job with that. Yeah, I think mostly what I heard from Stefan Diggs was that Everybody read into everything way too much, which is what you and I have been saying. You know, regardless of the fact that they came up short in their title for a or their, their quest for a title in the NFL, um, he's still a human being and a superstar athlete slash celebrity off the field as well, right? Who a lot of people are going to read into what he does or what he says. I mean, only when you're a superstar, you know, celebrity, are you going to unfollow somebody and it be news, right? Or or tweet something that has nothing to do with anything, and it's going to be news, right? So I think that Stefan Diggs reaffirmed, number one, that he is a leader on this team, that he's not just a, a superstar player that came here and has been contributing. No, he's a leader that is invested. He came out and said he still wants to retire a Buffalo Bill. Um, he never wanted to be traded anywhere else. That Josh Allen is, quote-unquote, his guy. And I think that he just basically summed it up that he knows what it's like to have a Super Bowl window. And that's the thing that I, I really respect the most from his press conference is that he recognizes that this team only has so long to really have that, that high of a uh, level of a team to compete for a Super Bowl, right? Now, that's not to say that the Bills won't be competitive for 10-plus seasons. No, it does not to say that. But that title window where you have that great of a defense, you got these guys under rookie contracts – Look at what it was for the Seattle Seahawks. I go back to this for a lot of people that don't understand why it's so tough to win back-to-back -to -back Super Bowls in the NFL, right? Because the salary cap, the way it's constructed, and injuries that happen in the game of football just make it so hard to, to win the whole freaking thing. I mean, Bill's Mafia, you already know. We saw it last season. It derailed our entire quest for, you know, starting with not just Tredavious White's injury that we're recovering from, but then you got Micah Hyde, then you have Jordan Poyer banged up, and then, of course, Vaughn Miller goes down. And – that's what I'm talking about. That's the stuff that makes it hard, but then salary cap as well, right? When Seattle won those, won the Super Bowl and then went the year after, right? They went back-to-back -back years. Um, Russell Wilson was under a rookie contract. I believe Richard Sherman was under a rookie contract. Cam Chancellor, I think, might have been. Earl Thomas might have just gotten paid, but all those guys, Bobby Wagner too. I mean, hell, like those guys all were under rookie contracts, and that's where – it gets really tricky with a team to win a Super Bowl, right? The Bills now got to start paying Josh Allen. They're paying Tredavious White. They're paying Vaughn Miller. They're paying Deion Dawkins. And there's that's how it works, right? So Stephon Diggs came out and talked about understanding that there was a window in Minnesota. There's a window now. But that's why he was frustrated the way that he was. Can you blame him? No, I, I would be – in a way, I might be the same way. I might not react the same way as him. It doesn't matter. Everybody's their own person. But Stephon Diggs, again, reaffirmed he has invested in this team. He is dedicated. He's a leader. And he still has belief in this team, and he still has belief in his quarterback. And I know there's a lot of noise saying that he, his relationship with Josh Allen is tarnished. No. 
just look at the, the way that the two have, have just battled on the field together. And if, if you say otherwise, you just click on, on the Built and Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, presented by Duff's Famous Swings, hosted by myself, the Sauce God, at Buffalo Sauce God, and co-hosted by the Mafia Montage, the president of Built in Buffalo, at Lance Nelson, BIP, and also the co-host of the Buffalo Blitz, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, presented by Underdog Fantasy, and also hosted by Peter DiBiase. So, Montage, we've got a great show here thus far. We need to get, get uh, continue those likes and shares, continue those comments. But let's move into uh, a little bit of victory information. One thing real quick on the Diggs thing. I don't know so much. uh, Real quick, I don't know if it's so much what he said either. How he said it was really impressive too. Just very good delivery. I think, you know, that delivery was um, really impressive to a lot of people. And it it left a a mark emotionally on people uh, to kind of understand, I think, you know, his demeanor and where he's coming from. So props to Stefan Diggs for that. And I liked his his tweet. He said, you know, some people threw him uh, threw him dirt, some people threw him flowers, but it was all a garden at the end of the day. And I, I really respect that quote, just saying that, like, don't really matter what people say. He's out there. He's going to go compete, and he's going to be a superstar, and he's going to be out there trying to help this team win a Super Bowl and bring a championship to the city of Buffalo. And that's why I love Stephon Diggs. But if you guys have not already done so, like and share. We're going to move into our next segment here of the Say Goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill victory formation. Montage, you know, so there's obviously a lot of noise about the offensive line. I think most of us of those mafia are paying a lot of attention to that offensive line because it's our biggest weakness, right? So what have you heard based on what's going on at camp? Guys like Osiris Torrance were with second team yesterday and then with first team today. What do you make out of some of the noise for the offensive linemen in camp so far? Yeah, the one thing I like is that Spencer Brown hasn't moved out of right tackle, so that's really cool to see. And then Osiris Torrance, obviously 347 pounds, just I uh, can't wait to see him tomorrow morning when we when we go out there and uh, be able to kind of get my eyes on these guys for the first time. Guys like Torrance and Hardy, Sherfield, those kind of guys that I haven't seen in person yet. Um, I'm very excited to to get out there and be able to just start getting an idea of the way they play. I mean, I've obviously seen them on film, but I know in person it's a lot different. So uh, Hardy as well, I think it's going to be really impressive to see someone as shifty and fluid as he is and dynamic as people say he is. Um, you know, I think he and Evans have been taking the bulk or if not all of the return duties so far. So um, that that answer is kind of there as well, I think, for people. And, um, you know, it's Spencer Brown staying at right tackle. We'll see Torrance has been moved around the left and the right side a bit here. Um, looks like McGovern's been the first team left guard, which we anticipated. I think so he also we'll see how that kind of gets through. Too, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, he's uh, taking snaps at center as well. So I think they have a very good uh, and, and deep offensive line to be able to sustain um, if they run into the injury bug like they did last year or any even one injury can throw an offensive line off, even you know one player, and especially a player like Mitch Morse. If Mitch Morse goes down, you saw last year that the offensive line just couldn't operate as efficiently. So if you have a guy like McGovern that maybe has more of a command uh, similar to Morse that maybe Bates doesn't, uh, you can kind of look for him to help out there too. Yeah, I mean, from what I'm hearing, though, it sounds like the guys are being put in situations where they have to be prepared to play a different position. If like they're a tackle, they might have to get ready to play a guard. If they're a guard, they might have to get ready to play tackle. If they're a guard, they might have to get ready to play center. And I think that's kind of just getting ready for the possibility of what we saw last year when we had guys just kind of falling down left and right on the offensive line, right? Uh, but the things that I'm hearing about as far as our skill players is I'm hearing that Khalil Shakir, and I believe it was – I think, I think it was Hardy that we're taking uh, first first team reps, or was it Sherfield? I think it was Hardy, but I, I believe it was With Hardy and yeah, Hardy. Um, Hardy and Khalil Shakir were both getting the, the the primary slot role, which I'm happy to see that because I think that Khalil Shakir has again proven that to me that he deserves that role on this offense. I mean, it's his to lose, in my opinion. And yes, you can still use guys like Dalton Kincaid in that role too. It's not to say that we can't mix it up. It's just to say that that should be his role that like that's where that he secured that role in my opinion so it's good to hear that he's making some strides in camp as well um i think that it was Sherfield and, and josh allen almost had a long distance connection <clears throat> i believe today but jordan poyer intercepted it and of course that's jordan poyer um but i think it's good to see dalton kincaid is has definitely turned some heads and from what i'm hearing um <clears throat> he's found a way to fit into this offense quite well people are saying that Dawson Knox has had a really good camp as well um the only thing that I'll say about this and and it's not to be negative because you guys know me I love to be positive as much as I can but last season we also did hear quite a bit about oh Isaiah McKenzie's having a ridiculous camp these guys left and right are having great camps right but who's going to prove it week after week day after day play after play and that's what we're going to see more of as training camp continues to go on of course it's good to see guys having a good start um, we want to see guys stay healthy. We want to see guys continue to do well in camp because you got to get ready for when we're actually on the field of battle. I mean, especially game one against your divisional rival in the Jets, all the hype that's going into the Jets this season as well, right? So there's just a lot to kind of, you know, bolster up for us. So it's good to see that there is competition in a sense as well um, at our skill players' positions. But I really think that it seems like Josh Allen is just fine. Stephon Diggs is doing just fine. Like there's no, no concerns out there. Um, Ken Dorsey seems to be in full force to it offensive coordinator for the second season. And that's the other thing too, that I didn't really talk about. He's got Stephon Diggs's confidence like to a T as well. And he says that, you know, even back to last season with the whole thing with the tablet, ever since then, he's always been willing to fight for Ken Dorsey on the football field and it ain't changed. And he still thinks that, there are great things to come. So I like what I'm hearing as far as our offensive players because I think that that was our our biggest uh, needs of to address was the offensive side of the football. Um, but I think that, hey, it's a long camp. We've got a lot of preseason left too as well, and we've got a lot of time to get ready for that first NFL regular season game, which is just 42 days away for that uh, Thursday night game for Kansas City and the Lions. So, Montage, any comments? You got to shout out uh, Stefan Diggs, too. He had a sliding catch today, which was really cool. It's like the way he practices, um, the way he practices, like he's not lost a step yet. And he had Tron Johnson on him for that. 
Um, so that means he was probably coming out of the, the guy that you well. wanted to trade. So I didn't want to trade him. I just said, Hey, if you need cap room to get in other things, that's a, that's a Gary. Cause Taylor Rapp's also it taking a and That brings us into our next segment, right? segues for days so uh i think the and um, as we get closer to the actual glitched out there buddy i didn't hear you sorry yeah you got me that's okay montage take us off here what have you been hearing about our defensive players here in camp so far yeah it was mentioning taylor rap there and that's when we went into the pain train so taylor rap playing a little uh big nickel as people want me to call it so I'll uh, say big nickel out there for uh, Taylor Rapp. I <clears throat> uh, saw Benford have an interception early, uh, first interception of the camp. So good to see the young guys still getting into it. Um, looks like Kyrie Lim playing a little bit uh, with the second team. Not sure how much first team reps he got yet. Um, have to read more about that. And we'll see again tomorrow. We'll see a little bit more of that with our own eyes. So I think that it's hard to judge defense right away because you do need pads more so. I mean, you can have the the guys in the secondary making plays and things, and that's nice. Like you mentioned, Jordan Poyer picking one off. Um, so the defense has played well. Uh, Bernard got some snaps at the middle linebacker position today uh, with the starters. So um, people are going to get the rotations, and it's going to be fun to see. I think once the pads really get on, that's going to be the fun part. Yeah, and I think – what I've heard is that Terrell Bernard is is getting the majority of snaps at the at the prime, you know, linebacker one, or middle linebacker one, um, which has been one of the other <clears throat> other biggest question marks coming into the season, obviously, with the loss of Tremaine Edmonds. And yes, we did draft Dorian Williams too. Have you heard anything about the rookie Dorian Williams in camp so far, Montage? I, I want to hear a little bit about that if you got anything on that. Yeah, so far it seems like they're shoveling him back to shuffling him back to uh, the wide linebacker spot behind Matt Milano uh, to cover that. So looks like they've seen enough from Bernard and Dodson so far. And let's see tomorrow who they trot out there, because if it's Dodson, Bernard, and then Dorian Williams is out there tomorrow at middle linebacker, where, you know, they're, I don't know if they know yet. So they're just trying to get the kid comfortable and get him into a spot where he can be the most effective version of himself. Amen to that. I like that. So, Montage, you got any high, uh, comments you want to highlight real fast before we move on into our next segment of the Unsung Hero? What it is coming in saying Wu Tang. I'm not really sure what, what he was saying that in regards to, but really, uh, really good. Because um, Wu Tang yeah, ain't nothing Knox, to fuck with. Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, and James Cook uh, had press conferences along with Ken Dorsey. Go to builtinbuffalonews.com. My guy, Daniel Adams here, uh, wrote, a write, write, wrote a great article, easy for me to say, about those press conferences, kind of highlighting what was said in them and all the important things that you need to take away from those press conferences. So check it out. Uh, we got our website back up and, you know, loving our writer's stuff so far. So keep keep an eye out for builtinbuffalonews.com. And I want to give a quick shout out to the host of the Not Your Average podcast, T, who has actually been up to date with a lot of what's going on in training camp. Um, and so if you guys are not already doing so, 
Give T a follow because T's got a podcast that she hosts at 2 p.m. on Thursdays. Not your average podcast right here on the Built and Buffalo Network. And don't let me forget to tell you guys that aside from the sit-down, which is one of your most entertaining shows out there, right? You've got a lot of great shows on the whole entire Built in Buffalo lineup. But I also want to say there's a lot of people out there that keep us up to date with news. There's a lot of people putting out great graphics, content. So Built in Buffalo is your source for all Bill's media stuff, guys. And that's your up-to-date news. That's up-to-date signings. That's up to date with everything that you possibly need. And if you guys also want to get with me and montage at training camp, we have that ahead. We're going to tell you what night that you can actually find us there because uh, we've actually given hints throughout the show a little bit about what day you're going to be able to find us, right? But we still got a couple things to discuss here in the sit-down. So if you haven't already done so, please do me a favor. Hit that like and share. The sit-down is live Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and presented by Duff's Famous Wings right here on the Built-in Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and also available via audio podcast the next following day, which is always going to be a Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to hit that uh, subscribe button, turn on those notifications so that you don't miss any of the content, whether it's the sit-down, whether it's Bill's News, or whether it's any of the other podcasts or live shows we got. Built-in Buffalo's got you covered. So, you heard Shane Ray played well today. What do you think of that montage? Yeah, so it was funny because I got a notification that Shane Ray retweeted one of our tweets. And so I go to the tweet, and sure enough, um, one of Peter DiBiase's uh, recaps from uh, the day was about Shane Ray. And so he actually came on to the built-in Buffalo Twitter and, and gave us a retweet today. So sh- shout out to Shane Ray, get, having a good day, and and then giving us a little love on social media too. So I love it. Guys, we have our usual segments here, like Forget About It, Bada Bing, the Victory Formation, Pain Trains. We've got Getting Saucy, which we had at the very beginning. We're going to possibly have a Montage Maniac of the Week, so stay tuned with us. But now we got to head into the unsung hero. Who has been making the best use of training camp so far, and who needs it the most? Montage, I want to hear who your answer is for this week for Unsung Hero as far as who is making the best use of training camp so far and like who actually really needs it the most. Um, who do you got for us for this week's segment? Yeah, I think I've been hearing um, a lot about differing roles for Deontay Hardy, and I really like the way he's um, stepped up and going to be effective in the return game potentially here and can at the very least help uh, Darrington Evans potentially form into that role as well so we'll see you know if he can kind of tutor evans and evans can be secure enough or um does hardy actually do it himself so far through two days the only returners have been i believe hardy or evans so yeah and that's with the loss of naeem hines who we obviously uh lost for the whole season due to a unfortunate jet skiing accident um naeem hines we wish you a speedy recovery we also have to discuss some of our other opponents uh, and their injuries too. But Izzy's got Benford, but I'll tell you who I got. It's Khalil Shakir. And that's because I think Khalil Shakir for me is just the unsung hero in general. The guy can make plays when you need him to. I say it week after week. I know I sound like a freaking broken record, but the guy can go over the top and get the ball. He can get you the ball in a tight window. It doesn't matter. Like this kid can do whatever you need him to do. He's a great slot receiver. We got him for an absolute steal in last year's draft. Well, now he's had a lot of people talking about Sherfield or Hardy or Dalton Kincaid even taking those slot receiver reps. So, like, for me, this kid has been making use of it. He's getting the, the reps at, you know, slot receiver one. I like that for the kid. I think that he, again, it's his position or it's his role to kind of surrender 
And I don't see that he's going to do that. Like last year, I didn't see him making those kinds of mistakes that, you know, rookies typically make in the NFL, right? Um, and the way that some of his teammates did last year. And I thought that last year the unsung hero was Isaiah McKenzie for this specific instance. But for me, it's definitely going to be Khalil Shakir. And I'm hoping and pulling for this kid to just continue to make um, – make use of his reps and and just kind of solidify himself in that role. Cause I think that that's what we need. We need to make sure that we have an identity at each and every role. And we need to make sure that we keep that, you know, so we can stay consistent. I like that you talked earlier about why it's so important for the offensive lineman to consistently play it, you know, how continuity really has something to do with it. You're next to that person. Every single play, you got to move backwards. You got to move right. You got to move left. You got to shift around to protect your quarterback. Well, the only way that you're going to get good at that with your teammates, doesn't matter if you're an all pro you got to have continuity. You have to have chemistry. So uh, I like the way that Khalil Shakir is fitting into his role of receive, uh, the slot receiver role. So I like that. Montage, let's head into the weakest link, which is going to talk about some of the opponent's injuries that we have in the AFC. Basically for me, you know, and I don't, I don't ever wish for injury upon anybody. I, I think there's only, and it's sad to say this, and I'm just going to go on the record and say it. There's one time in my life that I actually cheered when somebody got hurt. And that was Tom Brady back in 2008, right? Because it just meant that I was going to have to watch him for one whole season. But of course I didn't wish him to actually be hurt in that regard. You know what I mean? But um, we saw a couple players go down and be carted off the field today, so I wanted to highlight that real fast because we, we actually do want to wish them a speedy recovery. At the end of the day, you want to be able to go and say that you beat the best, and for you to beat the best, you got to play the best, and the best has to be on the football field. And uh, You know, injury is an unfortunate part of the game, but Dolphins defensive back Jalen Ramsey was carted off with an apparent leg injury, and it looks like he's going to have surgery. Uh, it is a meniscus injury, and I got that from T as well. Um, it looks like he might be out the start of the season in six to eight weeks. I'm not sure if that heads into the NFL season or from this point montage, but it looks like the Dolphins are going to be without their primary defensive back that they just traded for uh, from the LA Rams. And that's a, that's a huge blow to their secondary because there's a reason they went and got that guy. So, I mean, I still want to say, even though I don't like Jalen Ramsey whatsoever, um, I wish him a speedy recovery and I hope that he does um, get back to the football field. You never want to see injuries, right? But also today, um, in the AFC, we saw uh, Bengals quarter, uh, quarterback Joe Burrow went down and was carted off with an apparent calf injury. I don't know the extent of that as well. I'm sure that we'll hear more on that. But, you know, I highlight these because these are key role, key players in our conference, right? But I don't ever want to see that for any team. You know what I mean? I want to go against the best players that they got, even if I feel like it gives us a better chance or not. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we don't want to see injuries like this. So speedy recovery. Uh, that we wish for for Joe Burrow, Jalen Ramsey, and I believe even Garrett Wilson was a little bit banged up for those Jets as well too. So um, at the end of the day, you want to see the best competition. You want to see the best form of entertainment. That's going to have to have the best players on the football field. So, again, Montage, I wanted to highlight that real fast from the weakest link. Are there any other players that you heard are banged up or, or, or anything like that too before we move on into our uh, next segment? No, they did say uh, strain, uh, strain calf for – Joe Burrow, so they did verify that. Um, they did, I think it's six to eight weeks healing time from now um, for Ramsey. So not definitely going to miss the start of the regular season, but not season ending is what they've said. So, yeah. Well, excellent. That's good news in that regard. So, I mean, you know, like I said, um, 
it's unfortunate to see that kind of stuff going on in training camp. But us and Bill's Mafia, like Dave Myers actually said in our built in Buffalo chat, you know, we we lived this too. We did. We saw this kind of stuff going on. It's unfortunate, but it is a part of the game. And that's why, you know, we just got to be ready to suit up and go out there with the best that we've got. And we've got to be able to prepare for not having the best we've got. And I like the way that the Bills are doing so in training camp this far. And I'll tell you what, Montage, I am definitely excited um, to talk a little bit more about when everybody's going to get a chance to talk to you and I at training camp if they want to get a chance to do so. But let's head into our next segment here in just a moment. But if you have not done so, do me a favor, ladies and gentlemen of Bills Mafia, hit that like and share your live here in the sit down on the Built to Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Presented by Duff's Famous Wings, hosted by myself, the Sauce God, at Buffalo Sauce God across all social media platforms, and co hosted by the president of Built to Buffalo, the Mafia Montage, the co host of the Buffalo Blitz, and my guy, the other host of the sit down. Mr. Lance Nelson at Lance Nelson BIB. So we're going to move on to our next segment. Speaking of the guy of the Mafia Montage, Maniac of the Week. The Maniac of the Week are Bill's Mafia this week. Let's go. We're going to be out at training camp tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's tra training camp practice. Uh, so meet up with us. We're going to get there like 8.15. We'll be around. We're interviewing fans. Want to get you, you know, make sure we're following you. You're following us. Uh, meet our guy, Ben Shoup, uh, Sauce God, and myself out there. We're going to be taking it all in from camp. Uh, we'll be cutting live uh, shout outs, videos, uh, pictures, anything with the mafia. So Sauce God, how excited are you to meet the maniac of the week this week? And Bill's Mafia. I'll tell you what, Montage, anytime I get a chance to hang out with Bill's Mafia, anytime I get a chance to get to know Bill's Mafia, anytime I get a chance to just party and talk Bill's football with Bill's Mafia, I'm always freaking hyped. And of course, Montage and I love you all very much. We look forward to talking to all you guys. And we also look forward to having you on next week's show, which will take a look more at the start of the Buffalo Bills training camp and also into the first preseason game that we have coming up on August 12th, which I'm very, very excited for. So we'll see you next Thursday, Bills Mafia, right here in the sit-down, presented by Duff's Famous Wings on the Built the Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and also available via audio podcast. And Built the Buffalo was in partnership with Wester, Ticket IQ, Picasso's Pizza, PLB Sports, Underdog Fantasy, and of course, Duff's Famous Wings. We'll see you next Thursday night, Bills Mafia, and tomorrow at St. John Fisher for Bills Training Camp. Go Bills. Go Bills. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.